Hello, this is Sircast with Dawn, and I'll be talking about Lamentations chapter 2 today. Let me start with verse 1 right now. How the Lord has covered the daughter of Zion with the cloud of his anger. He has hurled down the splendor of Israel from heaven to earth. He has not remembered his footstool in the day of his anger. You see, Israel was not walking with God. And God wanted Israel to follow him, but they weren't doing a good job. So, um, he's like, all right, fine. I'm not going to spend time with you right now. Just you go back to your own folly and yeah, see what happens. Later he later he um, forgave them when he came back, when the Jews came back to him. But at this time, he's like, all right, fine, do your own way. And you know what? God gives us free will. That's called love. He doesn't force people to really follow him. That's a good, that's a good reminder. That's right, well, that's right at Christmas time and Easter, there's an option to follow Jesus or not, and most people choose not to. Uh, verse 2, Without pity the Lord has swallowed up all the dwelling of Jacob in his wrath. He has torn down the stronghold of the daughters of Judah. He has brought her kingdom and her princess down to the, down to the ground in disgrace, dishonor. So, you see, you know, Israel thought, no, oh, I, don't, I don't need God, sin is so much fun. The problem is, when you sin, you lose connection with God, which they lost connection with God, and things fall apart. And in our lives, too, who are non-Jews, um, you know, you know, this is not about Jews in Israel right now, but it's spiritual. Let's talk about, I'm not talking about spiritual, deep meaning of this verse here. If you live in sin and you don't want to go with God, your sin is your sin's gonna find you out because sin will make you stupid, and sin made Israel stupid. Sin will make you stupid, and even even people who know God or Jesus will um will fall down and be stupid, and God will allow it to happen because free will and love, and He wants love. All right, in fear and anger, he has cut off every every horn of Israel. He has withdrawn his right hand at the approach of the enemy. He has burned in Jacob like a flame, like like a flaming fire that consumes everything around it. Like an enemy, he has strung his bow, and his right hand is ready. Like a foe, he has slain, and all who were pleasing to the eye. He has poured out his wrath like fire on the tent of his daughter of Zion. So, like a good parent, if see if the kid's going awry, what you do is you make sure to punish them so of love, so they will know the proper thing in life. Like you see a kid playing in the street in a busy street, you say, "Don't go down the street." You might get by a car, and God saw that. 
um, that they're stubborn and they don't want to play in the street. So fine, you get hit by a car. But then after they get hit by a car, he will make them feel better and heal them up. But until that moment, pride is a funny way of thinking that we know we know better than we do. Verse 5. The Lord is like an enemy. He has swallowed up Israel. He has swallowed up all the places and destroyed strongholds. He has multiplied mourning and lamentations for the daughter of Judah. He has laid waste like a like a garden. He has destroyed his her, her his place of meeting. The Lord has made me has made Zion forget her appointed feast and her Sabbath. In fierce anger, he has spurned both kings and priests. So you see, uh, the Jews back then, you know, it's funny how they were going to church and snap, but their heart wasn't right with God. And um, you see, going to church or temple or whatever back then didn't mean much. It's in the heart. You go back to go back to them. My topic today is free will and love. You can do all the rituals, all the rituals, religious stuff, but reality is it means nothing because uh, there's just love. There's is nothing, and the Jews are just doing now like like habit, and Christians, broken people, have to be careful of that too. That's not ritual. It's um, out of love and non-believers think, oh, I go to church. No, church doesn't mean nothing if you don't if God is not in your heart. Don't even go go to church. Uh, verse seven: The Lord has rejected His altar and abandoned His sanctuary. He has handed over the enemy the wall of her palace. They have raised a shout in the house of the Lord, on um, as on the day of the appointed feast. Like like I said before, the Lord determined determined to tear down the wall around the daughter of Zion. He stretched out a measuring line, and now withhold His hand from destroying. He made Ramparts and walls laminate together, they wasted away. See, when you sin doesn't make this doesn't make things pretty at all. Her gates has shrunk has sunk into the ground, the bars has broken and destroyed. Her king and her princes are exiled among the nations, the law is no more. Her prophets no longer find vision from the Lord. So they're seeking after God. They're seeking after sin and after God, and it's the things of the world. But the thing is, unfortunately, a lot of churches have won that way, where they don't honor the word of God, but they just they su- they support what the world has or the the media pushes all the time, and that's sad. But it's the truth. People are more or. Man pleasers and God pleasers. The elders of the of the daughter of Zion sat on the ground in silence. They had sprinkled dust in their head and put sackcloth. The young women in Jerusalem must bow their heads to the ground. So back then, that's a sign of mourning. When you have uh, sackcloth and dust and all that stuff. I mean, if you're not used to that culture, that's kind of weird. That's that's what they did. That's what they did. My eyes. Fell from weeping. I am torment within. My heart is poured out on the ground because my people are destroyed. Because children and infants faint in the street, in uh, faint in the str- in the streets of the city. So you see, 
judgment happens, sin happens, and and in the end, it's not pretty. And uh, this this thing, this place right here in Assyria came in, is was not pretty at all, because when they come when they came in, they would go around the city and pretty much suck like they can't get any food or water in an hour of the city, so you're pretty much screwed. And they came in and conquered. And then they came in and conquered the, the town or the country. And sin has a way to think that it's your friend, but it's not. Uh, verse 12, they say to their mothers, where's the bread and wine as, if, as they faint like a wounded man in the street as their cities li lives Eb away in their mother's arm. What can I say for you? What can I compare you, O oh, Jerusalem, to what can I liken that I may comfort you, O virgin of daughter, virgin daughter Zion? Your wounds is as deep as a sea. Who can heal you? So now, now God's like saying, hey, all right, so right now you're messed up. Um, your your town's being conquered. Everything's messed up. Who can heal you? And and heal spiritually too. And the reality is, God's gentleman. He's just like having an open dialogue with Israel this time. Saying, "Hey, come back to me." And we live in, I live in the United States, it was just falling apart. And God says everything to the United States and to the world. Hey, your, your family's falling apart, business is falling apart. You're trying this and that. Talk to me, I can heal you. Verse 14, the visions of, of their prophets were false and, and worthless. And they did not expose your sin to ward off your captivity. The or orchids... Orchids they gave you were false and misleading. Um, so the the prophets or the leaders of the of the temple of the you know or you know of the temple um, weren't telling people God's word. And nice states of prom, most places in the nice states you go, if you can't find church, it's word of God, and they're just so engrossed in the world. All who pass your way clap their hands at you. They scoff and shake their hands is, heads is at the daughter of Jerusalem. Is this the city that was called a perfection of beauty, the joy of the whole earth? Let me say this. A lot of people look at the church now, or even back then in the temple, and like, huh, you guys are so great. I mean, no one goes to church. Uh... Man, you guys are a mess. You do your divorce as high as anyone else. You guys are so great. You can see that they rejected the message. All your enemies open their mouths wide against you. They scoff and gnash their teeth and say, We have sold her up. This day we have wedded and we live to see it. The Lord has done what he's planned. He's fulfilled his word, which he decreed long ago. He has overthrown you without pity. He has let the enemy gloat over you. He has exalted the horn of your foes. So you guys, at some point, when you say, hey, I don't want, I don't want to go to God, even your Christians, 
I'm going to keep sitting. At some point, God's like, all right, fine, send it up. But when you fall down and hurt yourself, you can come back to me. The heart of, of the people cry out to the Lord. Oh, wall of the daughter of Zion. Let your tears flow like a river day and night. Give yourself no relief, your eyes no rest. Her eyes cry on the night as the as the watches of the night begin. Pour out your heart like water in the presence of the Lord. Lift your hand to him for the lives of your children who faint from a from hunger at the head of every street. Look, O Lord, consider whom you have treated like this. Should women eat their offspring and the children cared for? Should priests and the prophets killed? Be killed in the sanctuary of the Lord. Young and old lie together in the dust of the street. My young men and maidens have fallen by the sword. You have slain them in the day of your anger. You have slaughtered them without pity as as you summoned to a feast day. As you summoned against me, against me terrors on every side. In the day of the Lord's anger, no one escaped or survived. Thus I cared for and reared for my enemies as destroyed. So you guys... This is consequences of sin, again, that since there's no food every because Australia stopped, there, stopped the, all the food stuff going in and out of the, of the, of the city, um, uh, women were eating their children because they're so hungry, you know, and, uh, and priests and prophets were getting killed. So, and ultimately, hand protection of God was upon Israel at that time, and when you don't walk under God's law or the Bible or go to church and then and get fellowship, you're open season for the devil in the world. And you can be eaten up alive. And I hope this Christmas and this COVID thing is realized that this world is not stable and that we live in sin too much. And you, you see that suicide, drug abuse, the mental violence are up. Uh, partially because... People don't have God in their lives. And when you have God in their lives, that stuff goes away. But since this COVID thing happened, people, people want to get numb and they just want to get high and this and that. And the reality is, you know, you you, you can be living in, you can live in the dumps and ghetto all your life. And I guess, I guess a lot of people like, like that, but there's free will. You can get out of that lifestyle if you want. But unfortunately, most people who kind of listen to this probably going to turn us off for their first two minutes and I'm okay with that, but I'm just saying, sin does not pay. For this Christmas, make Jesus your Lord and Savior and follow him.